0: This podcast is brought to you by MyPillow.com and its revolutionary new product, MyPillow 2.0. Go to Mike Lindell's website, MyPillow.com, and order the new MyPillow 2.0 and get two pillows for one when you use the promo code Navarro. Again, use the promo code Navarro. That's N-A-V-A-R-R-O. That's MyPillow.com. Use that promo code Navarro. Now here's former Trump manufacturing czar Peter Navarro with his Taking Back Trump's America podcast and Substack. Sleepy Joe draws us closer to an Orwellian world ruled by woke scorecards. Hi, Peter Navarro here, and in this episode, we're going to take a look at the most recent presidential executive order signed into law by Hunter Biden's daddy, dubbed revitalize our nation's commitment to environmental justice for all, Joe Biden's new EO is a whopping dollop of massive regulation deceptively packaged as, yes, environmental justice. When I was in the White House, I was involved in the drafting and or implementing of over 30 executive orders, so I'm no stranger to the ins and outs of these powerful presidential policymaking tools, or, in the case of Joe Biden, woke, misguided, weaponized missiles. The first thing that struck me about Biden's new executive order, besides its unusual length, is its inherent irony. As the Biden regime continues to ignore the plight and pleas of the good, deplorable folks in Palestine, Ohio, choking on toxic chemicals after a massive train derailment, Biden saw fit to drop this cost-burdensome beast on an economy already choking on various other Biden misfires. Here, I will be the first to admit that black and brown folks in America, along with Indian tribes and the rural white poor, are much more likely to bear the burden of the pollution of American businesses and multinational corporations than suburban white-collar neighborhoods. To put this quaintly, there are a heck of a lot more toxic waste dumps in low-income neighborhoods than, say, Palm Beach and the Hamptons. But my first beef with this order, as with most of what the Biden stormtroopers do, is that the proposed solutions in the order, which erects a massive new Rube Goldberg bureaucratic edifice, won't really address the underlying problem, even as Biden tries to use a sledgehammer To drive a nail into the wrong target. Of utmost concern with this over-regulation approach in the short run should be the economic ramifications of a massive addition to the regulatory state even as we enter what is likely to be a period of lengthy stagflation. Recession plus inflation. When I was in the Trump administration, the boss knew how to grow an economy, namely through the four engines of GDP growth. These included a lower tax burden for small businesses in the middle class, strategic energy dominance, fair trade, and a strong American manufacturing base, and, most pertinent to this discussion, a lower regulatory burden. In fact, President Trump was able to engineer the greatest reduction in America's regulatory burden since the days of Ronald Reagan, and, not coincidentally, the nation experienced Unprecedented growth and prosperity, at least until the Chinese communists attacked America with a bioweapon. But that's another story. At any rate, during the boss's tenure, President Trump rolled back hundreds of unnecessary regulations with a big assist from Russ's vote at OMB, and thereby helped pave the way, no pun intended, for an era of faster growth and higher wages than achieved previously. Under Obama Biden. In contrast, with this executive order, Biden quite proudly boasts the advancement of an ambitious regulatory agenda. Besides its sheer scale, it implicates every agency of government along with an existing unit within the White House and a new entity to be created. A second problem with the executive order is its command and control income redistribution targets. For example, as Biden boasts, 40% of the overall benefits of certain federal investments will flow to disadvantaged communities. While in the abstract, this may sound benign, it's an open recipe for steering federal dollars to blue state communities for political purposes. How do you spell pork barrel politics? Unquestionably, the scariest part of the executive order is its further advancement of the woke and dreaded social credit score concept that has been pioneered quite ruthlessly by the Chinese Communist Party to exert both social and political control over its private citizens and businesses. The CCP is now using this scorecard concept to ensure that private citizens do not criticize the state government, and businesses tow the Chinese Communist Party line. In Communist China, if people criticize the CCP, their social credit scores go down, and as scores fall, so too does the job prospects of China's Lao Beijing, the working-class deplorables of China, that to tirelessly toil in the biggest sweatshops of Asia. At its core, the CCP-Biden scorecard concept is nothing but Orwell in digital space. And, along with vaccine passports, social, environmental, and other types of government scorecards augur a very disturbing wave of a socialist Marxist future that the Democrats are already embracing. With this particular executive order, the Biden regime will establish an environmental justice scorecard designed to assess, quote, federal agencies' efforts to advance environmental justice, close quote. The tell in this con game is Biden's reference to the scorecard being part of a phase one in the overall effort. Here, you can easily imagine this scorecard being extended to the business community and used in similar ways as a cudgel to control corporate behavior in the same way that the ESG scorecard, Environmental, Social, and Governance, is already being used to turn America's corporations into lapdogs of the left. My final thought here is that even as the Democrats continue their many and varied methods to expand the Leviathan state in woke ways designed to silence, jail, punish, and otherwise deter dissent and free expression, remember, yours truly has already been put In leg irons by these woke bastards, the Democrats' deadly assault on the Second Amendment continues. At the end of the day, we remain a country in which the political center is a conservative one, devoted to God, country, and family. Yet, politically, with the radical Democrats in charge, we look more like a 50-50 proposition hurtling towards civil war. This madness must end peacefully in 2024 with the election of Donald John Trump and a return to Republican control of Congress. As Al Davis used to say, just win, baby. Peter Navarro, out. Hey, Pixie, why the long face?
1: I just got my latest IRA statement and I'm down again. It's certainly not like the Trump years. What the heck is going on?
0: It's simple, Pix joe biden's rampant inflation is going on so what should i do peter well pixie i'm an economist not a financial advisor so i can't really give you any investment advice but as an economist i can tell you that many investors hedge their inflation risk by having some gold in their portfolios
1: So what are you telling me, Peter? I should head down to the nearest jewelry store and stock up on rings and
0: necklaces? (laughs) Not exactly, Pixie. But one option to consider is Beverly Hills Precious Metals. They do one thing and one thing alone. And they've been doing it for more than 30 years. They buy and sell gold, silver, and rare coins to help folks like you protect your wealth against inflation. And best of all, they are pure MAGA.
1: Now that sounds very interesting. How can I get in touch with Beverly Hills Precious Metals?
0: Easy peasy, Pixie. Just go online to bh-pm.com and schedule a free consultation. That's bh-pm.com. And when they ask you how you heard about Beverly Hills Precious Metals, just tell them Peter Navarro and you'll get the Royal MAGA treatment.
1: Wow, that sounds like a great plan, Peter. Let me see if I got that website right. It's bh-pm.com,
0: right? That's right, Pixie. And don't worry, there's no pressure on their end. Beverly Hills Precious Metals is there simply to help you protect your wealth.
1: Thanks, Peter. And I'll be sure to tell them Dr. Navarro sent me.
0: around but tell me what you see Every day more people in the street Too bad they sent our jobs away In China they're not workers they're just slaves People wait it's a world of trade and greed. And the CEOs get richer. And our jobs all move offshore. Oh. oh, oh.